0: Welcome to the Reality Check Podcast, I'm Zachary Phillips. So just a heads up before you listen to this episode, I've got a guest on and we're talking about the hashtag and the effects of not all men. Given the nature of this topic, I need to start off with a trigger warning. If we're going to be talking about things related to and including sexual assault, rape and violence, it's an interesting conversation and one that I think that needs to be had and needs to be listened to, but if you're in a vulnerable place and you or you're going to be triggered by that sort of discussion, I suggest you don't listen to this episode. With that warning out of the way, let's jump in and enjoy. All right, so I'm here with Matt Antonello, and we're going to talk about not all men. Hi. Hey, yeah, welcome. So this is the second time we've we've tried this. The first time we had some technical difficulties, difficulties so we thought we would come back and give it another shot. So let's uh, pray and hope that that doesn't stuff up again. (laughs) So just as a bit of an introduction, the purpose of this discussion came about because I posted something on social media talking about risks for suicide. And one of the main risks is, um, particularly for males, males commit suicide at a, a ridiculous amount, particularly compared to women and particularly young men. So I posted this, um, this risk factor, uh, like, like a, like a, just a picture on social media. And I had a about four different men approached me and saying that the fact that they're, they are male in this culture that's getting down the path of blaming all men for the actions of a few. And they all felt very victimized and sort of just not not really happy with that whole situation. And on on a couple of posts, you're very vocal with this sort of stuff and you've had some personal experience of being basically discriminated against for the actions of some men by the action by the basis of your gender,
1: so just have a little bit of a discussion about this and deconstruct it and talk about it. Yeah, I can I can certainly empathise with the uh, perspectives that you shared. Um, I fortunately I haven't suffered any kind of mental health problems as a result of it, but I can definitely empathise with uh, the world feeling a little darker every time you see posts like that. Um, it seems to be a growing trend of. People wanting to collectively blame men for difficult problems like domestic violence and and assaults and all that kind of thing, uh, and it strikes me that people aren't uh, they aren't moderating the way that they speak about these things. They're sort of just lashing out and um, yeah, grouping all men together as if as if they're all the to blame. So
0: so let's give it some context. We're calling this podcast "Not All Men." because there's a hashtag that is going around saying not all men are rapists, right? And this yeah. part of
1: the thing that happened in Australia was with... What was the name of the... Eurydice Dixon is, the I suppose, the um, the recent murder that happened where I sort of woke up to this really clearly. Um, it's something I've seen bits and bits of over time, but the Eurydice Dixon murder recently uh, was very present so, on my newsfeed. Just correct me if I'm wrong. She was walking late at night in
0: a park yep. and got um, basically abducted sexually assaulted and killed Yeah, and she she was a comedian so she had a bit of a profile so this sort of exploded very quickly and there was a lot of sort of suggestion out there particularly online that this is a male problem and that quickly escalated to all men being you know lumped in the one sort yeah. of group and, you know, just to, from the onset, we're both should be obvious on my behalf, very anti sexual assault, anti rape, anti all of that sort of stuff. What the whole point of, of this podcast and this talk is, is basically digging down into the concept that if you lump everyone of a particular group, whatever that group is, in this case it's all men. But it could be anything like we've we've talked about before, the idea of when there's a terrorist attack, if if it's a Muslim that's done the terrorist attack, then a lot of people that maybe aren't as informed will blame all Muslims or have this increased prejudice to Muslims. Yeah, it's a functionally
1: identical situation. Yeah.
0: However, the reason why I'm bringing this up is, like I said, people have contacted me saying that they're already in a compromised state and they feel like they can't express themselves. They feel like they're being victimised. They feel like they're being put down on the basis of their belonging to a gender that has members of it that has committed... A heinous, terrible act.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I, I can especially empathise with the idea of um, not being able to express yourself. Uh, I have tried to be brave and speak up, um, and yeah, it's it's hard because you, 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 the vitriol you cop in return is is unbelievable these days. It's like for you to to call someone out on saying men do this. You become the problem because you have engaged in a not all men ism, which has become like a feminist meme. Um, so
0: so your your basic hypothesis is that you as a male are not a rapist. And you don't yeah. like being you don't like well, basically, it sounds ridiculous to say it out loud, but you don't like being lumped in or called or suggested that you are one. You take offense yeah, to Yeah,
1: it's 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 one of the few things that I actually really do take offense to. Yeah. Um, it's something that it's a point of pride about my personality. I've spent my life sort of training myself to to be brave and and, and assertive so I can you know maybe god forbid I am ever in a situation where I'm around that kind of thing, I can stop it. You know, it, it's it's something that I've thought about and I care about. I'm the, op- I'm the I'm the very opposite of that and and to be to be lumped in with those those horrible people is it's yeah, it's one of those. Like really yeah, I, I, I'm offended by almost nothing else, really.
0: So I can I can almost feel the the response to that saying, well, you know, you're not getting raped, right? I feel like, considering it's such a an emotional topic, that there's gotta be like a few lines of discussion in the sense of It's terrible what is, what, what what happens and what has happened. And like I myself am a victim of sexual assault and it was committed by a man because men are statistically more likely, far more likely to do it than women. I think 98% I think it's Obviously, it's
1: it's almost all of them, yeah.
0: It's, it's, the perpetrators of a sexual assault are most likely to be male and the victims are most likely to be female. That doesn't mean all men are are capable of or will or, you know, are
1: Rapists. Yeah, it's a very it's a very easy uh, mistake for someone that isn't thinking about it to make to think uh uh all like to say like all rapists are men is not the same at all as saying that all men are rapists but they seem to get conflated a little bit um, and even when people are sort of tacitly aware that it's not really all men they just seem to feel like they have license to pretend it is or to to speak like it is and then not dial it back like when September eleven attacks happened I remember very clearly seeing people come out speaking about Muslim terrorists and uh, this is a Muslim problem, like Muslims is blamed for this. And then people would call them out and say, well, hang on, like it's it's clearly not all Muslims. It's a very small minority of crazy Muslims. Um, maybe you can uh, draw some parallels between the religion and and this uh, this kind of terrorism. Maybe there is something from the religion that does lead to a disproportionate number of people doing that. But it's not the same as as it being all Muslims. And immediately, as soon as they're called out, they dial it back. They're like, well, yes, of course. I I didn't mean to say it was all Muslims. But for some reason, it's not happening with men. You don't anymore. you don't see the same backtrack. No, they won't backtrack anymore. And I think what's happened is because this uh, this phrase, this, this not all men phrase, has become, as I said, like a, a kind of feminist meme. Um, when you speak up and call someone out about that, you're just one of those people that say not all men all the time. And as if you're you're kind of covering... or Like a rape apologist. Yeah, sort of. Some people will call you a rape apologist for saying that. Um, And so really what's going on is you're being accused of something and when you try and defend yourself, you've basically incriminated yourself on another crime. So I feel the answer's obvious, but I'm going to ask it so I can elaborate.
0: Why does it matter? that you, like, why do you feel the need to speak up? Why does it matter? Why don't you just just let them just say what they are saying and do what they're doing and you just ignore them? Why Why? why, why do you feel the need to actually stand up?
1: Well, I did for a very long time. Like, when it's just a couple of crazy people uh, ranting on the internet, it doesn't really matter. But it's no, it's no longer just a couple of crazy people on the internet. It's not just the radical blogs or anything. Like, our politicians are speaking this way. There was a recent debacle with uh, Senator David Lionhelm and um, Sarah Hansen-Young uh, in the Senate where Sarah Hansen-Young was was using this kind of rhetoric, like this is a male problem, men need to change. Um, women don't need to change their behaviour, men need to not rape them. And it's like, I mean, yeah, there's you can interpret that in s- uh, several different ways, but when she's called out on it in exactly the same way, she just doesn't really dial it back properly. Um, the fact that our the powers that control our lives are now expressing this kind of thing. I find terrifying. Because what do you think could lead, could it, what could it lead on to? Well, I mean, these people make laws and they, they fund things. Um, and if they're being informed by this kind of rhetoric, um, they might, they might do something that goes in line with that kind of rhetoric. Um, they also, what they say, frames what is okay to say, and people hear it, and that changes their opinion. Maybe they don't even think about it much, but you hear something over and over and over. It starts to it starts to change the way you think about it. So you're worried that if
0: something becomes acceptable to say and just accept, then it could changes change people's perception of men and men of themselves.
1: Yeah. And look, it might it might not convince people that all men are in fact rapists, but it's it's giving license to people to treat men badly, and they, almost none of them deserve it. And I suppose to bring it back to the, the the men that contacted you, like it it hurts people's feelings and it makes them feel attacked, and and like they can't speak out like they they're, it's, it's a kind of oppression really
0: yeah it's just it's you know it feels like a hard topic to just talk about this because there's this risk of coming across in a particular way it's it's the response to the bad things that happen and the 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 lashing out at a whole group so what what do you think would be a better response for people, or what? How? How? Because obviously, rape is terrible, and obviously, it would be you know any form of sexual assault and all that sort of stuff. As an individual, and as a society, as law, as education, as you know, like whatever societal structures and social media is involved in that, and all of this sort of stuff. What? What would be a better way to handle this sort of thing when, when it does happen again?
1: Well, I, if you mean uh, the the people who are who are making these generalized comments, or how we respond to them.
0: Yeah, the, the, the people making the generalized comments, but also society as a whole.
1: Well, it uh, it's, it's very easy to have this not happen, this problem not happen. It's just all they have to do is use the word some before the word men. It's very easy. So, Like, so- as soon as you say some men, you're no longer generalizing about the whole group. And it's because it's so easy that makes this so infuriating. Uh, that there is no excuse for them not doing it at all. Um, The way we respond to it, I think we need to call it out. Every single time it happens, people need to speak up and say, no, it's actually not all men. You have to say some men.
0: I've been thinking about from like just a, just like like a, if you are in the mindset that it, you know, if you have been a victim of sexual assault, because I feel like a lot of people that do have such a reaction to something like this are people who have, experienced it right yeah and then for them to be told that it is all men repeatedly by multiple online sources now they're confirming their their deepest fears as in imagine if you were to you know you've been a victim of sexual assault and something you know something terrible has happened to you and then every male you see from then on for the rest of your life you now believe is capable and just you know you know, a, a circumstance away from yeah. doing it to you again. It'd be a like, dark world to live like that would not it? fucking terrifying. Yeah, I
1: have full empathy like, for those people. Like, I really
0: do. Like I said, from from my experience with my past, it's hard to not be triggered. You know, when when I go into places that smell similar or look the same or have these similar things, I'm like, I I physically yeah. feel like it's it's terrible. I couldn't imagine if because there's, there's this there's this feel there's this feeling of you're wanting to connect and associate with people who've gone through like experiences because, you know, you've you've shared something, something terrible, but you've can connect and discuss and debrief and talk and you know, it's a way it's a way to heal. But if in that community everyone's saying, Yeah, all men are doing this that you know, and then you're you're obviously inclined to believe that because you've
1: had a a bad experience. Or even if it's not all, even if it's just like a large number of and, they, and people will inflate the numbers, and they'll say, they'll say very seriously, it is like maybe you know, like 20% of men or something, or every man is a potential. Well, this is, this is what I yeah. mean.
0: That sounds like a, just a, a terrible place to, to live in, and I think like bringing up stats is, is a good point. Mm-hmm. Look, like you, you said this last time on our <laughs> previous attempt at this, look up the real world stats. Yeah, like the I saw a picture today. It said the world is a lot less scarier than your brain would tell you it is. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's very
0: true. You know, like 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 on the terrorism thing, the chances of you dying in a terrorist attack is like, like I it's think infinitesimal. It's, yeah, it's, it's like you've got more yeah. chance of being like eaten by a shark or something
1: ridiculous. Like yeah, it's, especially it's in Australia, yeah, yeah. It's,
0: it's something so crazy small. But if you look up the stats, you can get a real understanding of what's actually happening.
1: Yeah, I, there was a, an amazing TED talk by a guy called Hans Rosling. Uh, who's this charismatic German guy? I think, um, and he's just really excited about statistics, and he has interesting ways of graphing things. He's, he's a fascinating guy. This is um, the one you linked me to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah anyway, I'll, did... I'll link this. I'll put this in the show notes. And so yeah, a great idea. So everyone should watch it. Um, he did this test where he he gave um a series of questions, and there was three answers. Um, and he asked uh, the questions were stuff like, uh, "Do you think in the last fifty years global poverty has?" uh nearly doubled, stayed about the same, or nearly halved. Um, it was questions like that, a long line of them, and without exaggeration, li- literally chimpanzees who can't understand the questions score better than people in like the because west who watch perce- the news because of their perception. And what it is is, uh, every time you see an instance of, uh, say, a terrorist attack happening on the news, um, it it your brain is making a cross-section of reality based on the number of times it sees things. Yes. So if it keeps seeing things on the news, your brain thinks it's very common. Yes. And it's the same with poverty. Yes. We talk about poverty a lot because we're trying to get rid of it. Um... So, we think poverty is a really big deal, but we're eradicating poverty at an unbelievable rate. It's actually
0: getting a lot... It's still... There's still pockets of terrible, terrible poverty, yeah. but the amount of people in that
1: pockets and the amount of pockets themselves is reduced. Oh, it's, it's, it's nearly halved, it's, yeah, according to what the little test that Hans, <laughs> Hans Rosling did, and I, I was blown away when I heard that.
0: There's a there's a book by Stephen Pinker called the, um, the Better Angels of Our, Na- of Our Nature, something, something yeah. along those lines, and I'll, I'll link that below as well, and it's... I think it's about a 15-hour audiobook and it basically just comprehensively deconstructs the the fact that the world is getting to be a lot safer and better in every capacity, yeah. including the if you include even include the stats of the World War World War One and Two. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's just everything's trending towards better. But when you talk about like this is the reason I don't watch news um, because I found it was it was very very upsetting very triggering not enough triggering is the right word but just this this i became aware that there's always like if you if you if you look at the whole world right there's always going to be bad stuff happening somewhere guaranteed there's going to be a war somewhere there will be a poverty there'll be a natural disaster there will be you know, instances of people being sexually assaulted, there'll be crime, there's, it's, you know, and like that, the ter- the bad stuff, the drama, the, the horrible stuff, that's what gets put on. Yeah. So we're in a, we're in a global news cycle. You could turn on a TV and watch news all day, every day, and you'll just be bombarded with terrible news from all around the world. But then you contrast that and you look outside and you go outside and you don't see it. Not in your society. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, there'll be people listening that are looking outside at a war zone. <laughs> and, you know, I, I get it. Like, it's different for you. It's, you know, and obviously, everyone's circumstances is different. But for the majority of people, well, even for if someone's living through it, they're not living through all of the stuff that they would see on a world news yeah, channel, right. right? Like, you can't be having all of those problems all at once. So, what the news does is, like you said, it shows you a bunch of things happening over and over again and it, it it's it's it confirms to you your fears. You know, I know I know some people who are very um, you know, racist and fearful of terrorism and that sort of stuff, and the news just plays up to that. Yeah. And it shows them things again and again and again. And that proof quote, proves to them that the world is
1: indeed full of terrorists. And this is wildly exacerbated by the filter bubble effect. Sorry the filter bubble effect. Um which is um the the algorithms that uh, control what get put in front of us on social media uh, and and YouTube and sites like that um, they're designed to uh, more effectively show us things we're interested in Yes, and it learns from the things you yes. click on and if you click on things that are uh, like for example if you are uh, very concerned about Islamic terrorism, you keep clicking on things about Islamic terrorism, you're just going to keep getting fed stuff about Islamic you can, terrorism
0: you can prove this to yourself very quickly, look up three videos and like three videos that are about babies. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um you know, with both my son, my wife's Facebook feed and adverts and everything went very quickly from whatever she was had before to all about babies because yeah. it just learns super quick.
1: Yeah, I get um I'm constantly getting bombarded with ads for uh like Christian right-wing groups on Facebook because during the uh the gay marriage Clever site. Time I was arguing, going going to those places and arguing with people um, to try and convince them to vote. Yes, and uh, yeah. As a result, it learned that I am a a Christian right winger, and so now it doesn't. It doesn't 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 learn it correctly necessarily. No, no, it doesn't.
0: But it will. I heard a thing saying that um, if you like one hundred and fifty statuses and pages on Facebook, Facebook can predict you better than your long term. Like spouse can,
1: yeah, it's really an unbelievably powerful, terrifying. And Jordan Peterson uh, spoke about this a little a little while ago in one of his lectures. Um, He uh, was was saying the way that they do that is there's the big five personality traits, and there's a lot of data on what is uh, associated with each one. Yes, and uh, if you like the 150 things, um, other people with your similar profile are liking liking the similar things, and so it can fairly accurately predict what your sort of big five personality ratios are. And then you could suggest different and things from to from that information, it's an unbelievably powerful predictor mm-hmm. about the kinds mm-hmm. of things that you think. Yep. Uh, and, and yeah, that's how they So it.
0: the the problem with this is that you can get yourself into a echo chamber, into a bubble. Yes, yeah. So I have I think I've even talked on the podcast about this a little while back, but it's worth a rehash. If you... I'll give the example of a friend of mine who who was very, very feminist. And she, she was basically felt like all men were evil, you know, this, this sort of person that we're talking about. And then she basically started sharing and talking and having opinions that got her basically on the bad side of her feminist friends. And then they started attacking her. And then she, that sort of caused her to step back and say, hmm, perhaps I'm trapped in this bubble. Perhaps I'm... You know, I'm stuck in this sort of loop of all my friends are like this, or everything I'm seeing online is like this. When she stepped back, when she became that, um, when she became that sort of almost this victim of it, she could step back from it and see. An outsider, yeah, an outsider. Because what what was happening was all of friends was talking about it. All the pages she was on were talking about it, and she would like it. And then the next page would come and give more examples of you know the 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 disproportionate male to female, you know, work ratios and then other examples and other examples and other examples. Not that we need to debate the validity of any of the claims. That's not the point. The point is is
1: that she was getting all of these proofs. And she's her brain is building a cross section of reality based on exactly. this, this flooding of and that particular rhetoric. Every single person in her life that
0: was being shown to her by the feeds was talking about it too. So yeah. it seems like a really, really important issue to her. And this is I think this is why you get that 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 like sort of zealot sort of person that, like, of anything, like, you know, like, there's those those ideas of, say, like, a CrossFitter, they're obsessed and they just talk about it all the yeah, time. Yeah. Or, like, you know, like a vegan, they're mm. talking about it all the time. Or, you know, whatever whatever these, you know, Christian, like, I'm, I'm just picking any sort of group. Yeah. They will become almost indoctrinated and through social media, I, I believe, through this um, algorithms, they'll get shown all of this sort of stuff. So it feels like the whole world... Yep. He's talking about that's it. That's exactly right. The whole world. The whole world. Yeah. I, I, I spoke to someone and they were saying like, oh, you know, all of these ads and all of this stuff that's being shown on Facebook, people seem to feel that they don't realize that the ads you see and the things you're shown on Facebook is catered specifically for you. Yeah. Not
1: everybody sees them.
0: Yeah. The ads that I see are different to the ads you see yeah. and the ads that everyone sees. So you might feel like the whole world is is thinking a particular way, but in fact... It's your world, your yeah. online world, that's thinking that way. And if we bring it, tie this back to to the not all men thing. If you are going down this path and talking to people that are very, very passionately anti men and pushing this this vitriol against anyone that would possibly claim that not all men are rapists, and they're bringing up stats and they're showing, um, you know, personal thing after personal thing after personal thing of you know people talking about how they were victimized and all that sort of stuff. You would just become convinced that yeah.
1: every male is a rapist, and they are simply not. Oh, not even close. <laughs> yeah, it, like this is exacerbated wildly by, uh, as well the um the, the prevalence of fake information. It's all over the place. We are drowning in fake information, or or, or, yeah. or
0: even real information that's drawn from more, like yeah, just skewed or spun, yeah, or misinterpreted. It's 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 just not it's not healthy for for anyone involved because. You'll get a, if you, if, and this is for any topic, it's, 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 it's not all men thing, but it's, it's any topic. It's the terrorist thing. It's racism. It's politics. It's anything. It's so vital to, to try and
1: step back and look at all perspectives or at least the, at least the opposite perspective, but multiple different perspectives. Yeah. Like, and get as close as you can to good quality information. That's so important because yeah, you're building this cross section in your brain and the only thing that really dispels that is the truth. So this this is this is my problem. Yeah, <laughs> multiple problems with this.
0: Let's yeah. say you have an issue with men, and you think all men are rapists, and you think this whole this whole process, and then you go out, and you're looking around, and what? Humans are very good at finding evidence to prove hypothesis. Yeah, and very we are very very hard to disprove. Yeah, it's almost it's not impossible, but if you look at the psychological studies, it's so ridiculously hard. For someone to just change their opinion, it is possible through repeated slow exposures. You can do it, like if you put a racist with a bunch of people that they're racist against, and long-term exposure and it takes time. And
1: who knows what effect is actually even leading to that? It's, it could, it's, it's, a, it, it's a long time. It could regardless. Just be random, or we don't even know. Like. Well,
0: you, you can you can change someone's opinion, but it takes yeah a lot of exposure, right? Mm. But it's very easy to prove. So let's say you you feel a certain way about men and you go outside and you see a guy not doing anything, not doing anything, not doing anything. And then you see one that looks angry and is yelling. That, that instance will stick out in your mind. Yeah. Like, like it will just be there and it'll be like, oh, proof. There's the proof. All men are aggressive. Same thing for why gambling works. You don't think of all the people that have lost gambling. You only think of the ones that have won the lotto. That's right. Yeah. You know, and like, oh, I'll be that one that won the lotto. What's the chances? Almost none. Yeah. But you only are ever told about those ones. And there, you might be told about a whole bunch of people buying lottery tickets. They always lose. But the one that won, that's the one that sticks. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very hard to prove to you. Prove to anyone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, uh, I had caused to look this up a little while ago. Um, uh, and it is it's very difficult to get a hold of. Really good quality information, and the, the best place I find to go to is the um, Australian Institute of Criminology, which is like the uh, uh, like official government
0: official government place stats where they yeah get in, in a in a in a
1: in a democratic non corrupt country is probably yeah. the best place to get your stats from. It is, and it, even still, it's still very hard to decipher because there's so many things that you don't realise are factors that that are. For example, um, uh, Victoria has a wildly higher. Um, uh, instance of convicting people of sexual assault who knows why that is it could very well be the definition of sexual assault uh, that we use in the state is different to others um, it could be that we just have better judges for that here who knows um, uh, it's it's uh, I know that there's stats saying that um,
0: the rates of all, um, what was it, autism or no ADHD yeah skyrocketed in in America mm. but that was because they changed the diagnostic criteria to be more more broad, yeah. which meant that in the space of a year, the the instances, quote unquote, of ADHD jumped. Yeah. And then people were going, oh, it's the rise of this technology or it's the rise of this drug yeah, or it's the rise of this. Things to blame. But it was literally, if you looked at the reason before and after for the jump, the only change was the diagnostic criteria. Yeah. Now, when you said maybe we have harsher laws, if they change the laws or if there are harsher laws here, then you're going to get a lot more people convicted of it here. Yeah, so it yeah. is, obviously, basically what you're
1: saying is, is beware of...
0: Look at look at the stats deeply.
1: Yeah, and be be aware that you could be being fooled without knowing it and without anyone intending to fool you. It's so hard to, to, to find it, but just so treat how, everything
0: skeptically. How how can you how can you deconstruct yourself? Because like obviously, it's it's hard to go. Well, <laughs> I've got. I know. I know these ten facts. For
1: example. Yeah. How do I know which which ones to investigate? Because you can spend your whole life oh, you going can. backtracking and And it, it, Honestly, it, there are times when if you don't spend hours and hours and hours on something, you are never going to come anywhere close to the truth. There are some things that are just too hard to find.
0: So then let's say something is is triggering or is upsetting you, yeah. like the not all men thing. Yeah, yeah. If if you find... Oh, it was that wasn't me. was that you? <laughs> no, it was you. Oh, If you find that... If you find that there is something that... Is directly impacting your mental state, then that's probably one that you should look for.
1: Yeah, like if you are, if you do happen to think that there are a lot of men out there who are sexual predators of some sort, or go and or look, men, go and look it up. Yeah, or all men, go go and look it up, and you'll find out that it's like less than one percent. So how it's could very small number of people? So still too high. Less one hundred percent. Yeah. Let's play. I'll play devil's advocate for this. I'm not.
0: The 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 response may be that well, yeah, that might be the only ones that are caught. And that's not saying that all men could be capable of. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, so that, the the fact that only 1% or whatever the stats actually are, very small percentage, but yeah, like I said, too much, that doesn't, that in itself doesn't disprove to someone that all men aren't capable of doing it. Yeah, that's true. So what's, how do you, how do you then, what's the next step of helping, you can, you can, the first step might be saying, hey, look at the actual stats. You know, the actual instances yeah. of sexual assault are this, whereas you might be thinking it's this. Here's yeah. some reality. Yeah.
1: yeah just then check check your reality and make sure that you're as close to the real, the real facts that exist. So that let's say we get be. the real facts. We yeah. look it up and we're like, okay, but,
0: you know, playing Goviz advocate once again, men are capable of it. It's in them. It's, yeah. it's part of their thing. How can we, how can you, what's your response to that?
1: Well, that is a very broad fear. Uh, and I'm sorry to say I don't think I can either disprove that or reassure someone, apart from that it's very unlikely to happen because uh, very few of them actually do it, even if they are capable of it. But um, I mean,
0: you know, everyone's capable that
1: drives a car theoretically of running into running right. someone off the yeah. road,
0: but does that mean to say that a every, good analogy every car actually. driver is a
1: potential... every Every car on the road has the potential to do something you didn't expect and head-on collision with you and wipe you out and kill you. Yet we drive around the roads more or less not scared, because it's predictable. We uh, have seen thousands and thousands of times other cars doing predictable things, and so we are convinced that we can predict it. Treat it the same way with the men in your life. How, like, count the number of men, maybe even keep a thing on your phone, count the number of men you meet that don't sexually assault someone <laughs> that you see, and or that you hear of, and then Wait until you find one that does. Maybe you never will. Who knows? But, I mean, if, if it gets to thousands, I mean, that's probably a, 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 a good way to think about it.
0: Cars do run off the road and they do crash.
1: Them. They do. They do. And people die. And And it could be you one day. There's no there's no doubt about it. But the world's dangerous. and so We just have to live our lives. So, so it,
0: it's basically you're, you're, what you're saying is is let's look at reality let's get
1: out of out of the fear mindset and look at reality yeah the fear really doesn't help anything if you're making decisions based off false information you're making wrong decisions period uh, yeah and it's, and
0: it's it's okay let, let's look at this from another perspective let's say what impact would saying how, how does saying that all men are rapists help
1: reduce rape I believe that it is counterproductive how so Um, well, the men that rape, or the people that rape, because there are people from all genders, uh, the people that rape either do it despite knowing it's wrong or do it not realizing they're doing something wrong. Um, telling someone that isn't a rapist and isn't going to be that they are only offends them. Yes. All it does is offend them and it turns them away from you. And it makes them less likely it's, it's, to help you. It's ruining the potential ally. It, it makes people bitter. Um, the, the, the men's rights activist Paul Elam, uh, once said out of, I, I assume, like, like bitter spite at someone who made some comments about him that he would automatically acquit anyone accused of rape in, in a courtroom. And he, he was, he's, he's not, he's clearly not that kind of guy that would really do that. Um, but it was, it was an expression of, of frustration and bitterness, and uh, it's easy to understand why someone would get bitter when they're constantly getting called a rape apologist. Um, you know, why would you help someone that's mean to you? So,
0: so you're 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 basically saying that the it's it doesn't it's like who who are they who are they targeting with this. This push, this process.
1: Yeah, like what? What's the what's the goal? What's the goal by grouping all men together? I mean, if you really believe that it is like a large number, of, like a large enough number of men that you can say men's men. group, yeah, um, then it's still the same position. There's still men that aren't, and you're still not convincing them to not rape because they're already convinced. Um, so, so, okay, so that, that sort of put,
0: correct me if I'm wrong with summarizing you here, but basically you're saying that the men that aren't, there's a bunch of men that aren't going to do it yeah. and whatever percentage that is in reality is what it is, but there is definitely a percentage that won't. And those, those people are either, are basically, you know, you run the risk of offending those men, of mm. turning them away, of, you know, of, of, of. of sort of
1: making them into the us and them category making them making them hate you they could hate you i mean you, you if you're mean to someone enough times they're going to hate you mm. and if they put themselves in a filter bubble um that that is surrounded by these sorts of things then then their brain's going to get filled up with these accusations and it's very likely they're going to hate you um, and then what would you know, and then that leads to issues and responses, and well, they could say really mean things. They could kill themselves. You never know. I mean, like it really is a uh, uh, a completely negative thing to do that absolutely fixes no problems. See,
0: and this is this brings it back to the reason for this podcast is is the you know the the, the four people that that contacted me specifically saying that the fact that they are a man and they felt victimized in the sense that they were being told that they're rapists. They were being told that all men are X, Y, Z, and they didn't feel like that. And that, you know, they're already in a vulnerable state. They're already struggling with mental health. There's a whole bunch of other stuff happening. And then on top of that, if they go to reach out, they're feeling this instant kickback and this instant push that they are, they are one of the, you know, being called a rapist is a is a terrible thing to yeah. to, you know, if you actually step back and say, you know,
1: realize what you're saying that someone is. Yeah, I mean, would, would these if these people were thinking about it, would they really choose to say that to a random person? I mean, mm. it's a heinous thing to call someone when you think about it.
0: Yeah, it's it's just it's 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 such a tough thing because I can I can very much emphasize, empathize with victims of sexual assault. It's highly emotional, highly terrible, mm. and every time, once again, if you're watching the news, you will see instances of terrible crime like this almost on a daily basis
1: because it sadly happens the world's full of you know, yes, seven billion yeah. people and bad stuff's gonna be happening somewhere and the world's so unjust I mean most of these people don't get in trouble yeah is the reality it's and the reasons for it are very long it's a whole podcast yeah. unto itself um and it it must be very frustrating to have no to feel like you have no recourse and 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 no help available and no justice uh, that would be that would be awful but lashing out against every male is not the answer yeah to be frank it is just not good enough to give yourself license to start uh, treating people badly as a result
0: so let's go back to it because we didn't actually go into it Um, what would be a way a better way that these people and society as as a whole could help to
1: address this issue in yeah. your mind. I mean, obviously, like, you, you know, you're just someone... You know,
0: you're not going to be able to... Yeah, I mean, slumber, I'm not but... an
1: expert in anything except getting into arguments on Facebook, to be honest. Like, <laughs> uh, something I'm very, very good at. I, I'm sorry to say I'm one of those insufferable people that's always arguing. And um, uh, so I'm not really anyone to, to, to make a suggestion on what, we, what everyone should do. But, I mean, one thing that I think that everyone can do is call it out when you see it. Call, on both sides, right? On both, yeah, obviously. on, on But if you see some someone doing some inappropriate sexual stuff to do, do something about it for, for God's sake do something about it but I mean if you're if you're around when someone does group in all men just like you would if they were grouping in all blacks or all Muslims or anything say something yeah uh, call them out and don't let them don't let them knock you back uh, as if you're just a not all men um, I mean that is a that is a completely destructive little meme that's going around and so it needs to stop. I I look at it
0: from a different perspective. I'm very much about guarding my mental state as a, as a prime concern. So for me, if someone was in my life that had those claims, if I was in a good mental state and felt like risking the confrontation because it could get pretty heated, it will definitely oh, yeah. it definitely be triggering. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and particularly if it's in person, particularly if it's with someone that you know, right? Every time you you go down this path, you're risking. A conflict, and that could risk your mental state. So, for me, my response is is be aware that you're starting something, and it's it sounds like a like a like a weaker approach or a um sort of like a less brave approach. But my mind is is if you're vulnerable and you're in a place that you could be, you know, if you're feeling suicidal, if you're feeling bad, and you're like, you know, what this is not this isn't something that I can handle right now. Maybe wait until you're in a good place. Oh no date. doubt.
1: If you're if you're in a position where you're uh, thinking about hurting yourself, there's like don't. It's you. Not you big... There's not a time to be brave on this topics is, like this. Is... But if you, at any point, feel like you have the courage to to stand up and say something, please do. People, everyone needs to stand up and say something and when up, they when they can. And and encourage a every bills. topic as well. Like like it from, is on every from both topic.
0: perspectives, if you see someone that's. You know act, like a, like you said acting in a way that like is you know you know if you're at a, at a club and a guy's one of your friends is cracking onto a girl and she's clearly not into it but your mate's drunk or he's taking it too far or whatever yeah step in and be like dude she's just not of course yeah, th- this, she's clearly not into this right yeah. like you know that's that's ex- similarly you're still stepping in and being like let's you know call 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 out racism call out yeah. assault call out victimization. My caveat to that is, provided you yeah. are in a place to do so. I, my my issue with my my other issue with all of this is when we go back to like we said, looking at the news, right? Yeah, and, but before we do, sorry, if I might just yeah, add yeah, one, yeah. one more thing to that before we move on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: there is a really good trick you can use that helps you to uh, to make a call out like that uh, safely. Um, you you can chime in and say. I just, I just want to say that it's not fair for you to group all men in like, like you've just done. It's better to say some men, um, give them an alternative word, and then if they, if they try to like respond to you with anything other than okay, uh, you can just say, look, I'm not trying to start an argument. I just felt like that needed to be said, and turn off notifications, block the person if you have to temporarily or or permanently, um, but you've made a difference when you've made that comment, and have you made a difference? Yes, I truly believe you have. To who? To, to yourself. A A to that person because you put one chink in their armor, and it might take. You planted people. a little seed. That's it. You have planted okay. a seed. It might take fifteen people down the track to tell them the same thing before they really get the message. But they may one day. Secondarily, other people read the comments in Facebook. A lot of people, way more people than like. Yeah, us.
0: there's a disproportionate amount of readers to yeah engages. I get a lot
1: of people messaging me like thanking me for speaking up. And, online. And having, yeah, online and having having these discussions because they don't feel like they're brave enough or articulate enough to do it. Um, and these people haven't haven't liked it. I mean, it just goes to show there's people that are there. That are there reading of following. Liking, yeah, yeah. lurkers. Yeah, so you are helping and you can do it safely. Sorry, we can, <laughs> that, that's, if, no, no, fair enough.
0: I want to bring it back to something we talked about before, the idea of the... Of, I can't remember the words you used, but basically looking at the news to sort of get a construct of the world.
1: Yeah.
0: I would argue... I'm, I'm quite anti-social media and I just did a podcast and videos about my absolute disdain for it despite the absolute hypocrisy that I have of putting content out on social media because yeah. it's a double-edged sword. I don't like consuming it, but I like using it to meet and connect with specific groups of people because this just happened to me. I, I opened it up and there was a a person that just on the top of my feed talking about how mental health isn't real, basically. I saw your
1: post on that, yeah. Yeah,
0: and, and that really triggered me and upset me. And then I ended up formulating the song response. And then I, you know, realized that it would probably cause arguments. And I'm just, I couldn't bother. And like, just this whole process. And then I stepped back from it all, took a breath, and was like, okay, I'm not in a place that I want to deal with this right now. And, and, yes, yeah, so that that goes back to what I was saying protecting your mental state. But what I want to address here is, is looking at the reality of your, actual life in the sense that for for, for these the, these guys right and for yourself as well the the percentage of people that you will meet online that are projecting this not all men issue you'll be able to find a bunch of them if you go looking for them or you know, oh, yeah, this topic. Yeah, yeah so what i'm getting at is in your real life The percentage of these people doing this thing that are making you feel this way will actually be a lot
1: less in real life. It is a lot less. It's a very good topic. This
0: is is what I mean. So, so, So for these guys, for yourself, it may feel like if you spend a lot of time online in these places and, you know, obviously there'll be some places online that have it more than others and some statuses and some posts and blah, 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 blah. But... If you step back, like you said to with the news, if you step back and just look at what's happening in your life, look at the women that you're meeting in your life. Yeah. Do those women think that you're a rapist? That's a very good question. Probably not. Well, once again, count count the women in your life. Yeah. Count the women in your life. How many of them? It's great advice. Don't even think, and then there might be one. Yeah. Right, and then that's that's with that one person, and whatever this is, whatever the issue is, of course, then you go, okay, do I want to? do I want to stay associated with this person? Do I want to try and have the discussion with this person? Do I, you know, and, you know, then you can choose because then it's once again looking at the reality of the situation because, you know, a lot of of people, particularly when they're depressed, particularly when they're feeling suicidal, they become hermited. You know, they they close it up and that's fair enough. And then they go online because, you know, we all have access to it now. Once you go online, though, you get exposed to a lot of issues and then you can fall down that path and then you can feel... Potentially victimized, victim, victimized by it, because you've stumbled into the wrong subreddit. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I would suggest once again, just for every, for everyone on every issue, look at your actual real life. You know, at the actual people involved in your life, not just. You know, like if you go on a subreddit, right? And there's some some interesting subreddits, like you know, debate me on this, <laughs> focus on this, and I'm sure yeah. yeah. But if you go in there, you get absolute vitriol, no oh, yeah. matter what side, no matter what opinion. If you're there is no if you're if you're a liberal, if you're a Republican, if you're an atheist, if you're a theist, if you're a vegan, if you're a men's right activist, if you're feminist, doesn't matter. There will be people that will think you are the devil for having that opinion, and they will tell you it such with articulate arguments or just by calling you, you know, whatever, yeah. right? <laughs> The average person, I
1: find, to be honest, doesn't care. That's right. The average person doesn't is, is far is far more gentle minded than than these. They're uh, not political. These people that you see on the internet. I, I think the uh, the figure at the moment is about about twenty percent of people would describe themselves as a feminist. Only about twenty okay. percent. It's it's still like I mean that's a lot of people, but yeah. that's still pretty low. when you consider that the kind of people that are willing to uh, group all men together, are a subset of that. A very, um, very small subset as well. Oh, uh, well, we don't, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. I mean, I suppose this is one of the reasons why I'm so up in arms about this particular topic yes. is um, I've done that count the women in your life thing. And I mean, not I didn't actually count that. Yeah. I've sort of assessed how many people I know versus how many people I've seen parrot rhetoric like this. And it is a weirdly high number um, like of people that I actively see on my Facebook wall like people in my friends group um there's at least four or five at the moment that are currently posting some pretty awful stuff can you give me like an example well just the other day one of them posted uh uh, a wonderful article that was um uh, curating a twitter rant uh that argued that we should forcibly sterilize all men now there was a bunch of other things said in this article it was leading up to that um and my friend, who's it is, it is a bizarrely, th- <laughs> yeah. it's a bizarre thing to say. It's so preposterous. I mean, that it's wrong on every single level. Um, but my friend, who had all men, who, not not just all men, greatest, every or... everyone that's born, right? Sure. So a vasectomy. Okay. Yeah. Right. But, um, Why? What was the logic? Well, the, the the logic behind it, if you can call it logic, was that hundred uh, uh, percent of unwanted pregnancies are men's fault and we can fix that by sterilizing them all. <laughs> uh, that sounds very
0: weak. It was an
1: incredibly weak uh, set of reasons. But, I mean, my and my friend said after I probed her on it uh, that she didn't agree with that idea. But she didn't think it was too crazy to post. She shared it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, she didn't just share it. She shared it with, a, you know, I don't agree with everything that this woman says, but prove her wrong. Um, as if she was making a whole bunch of good points, and I assure you that there were no good points at all in that whole that whole rant. But uh, it culminated into into a, a real suggestion of sterilizing all men. It's a it's a it's a, it's a crazy thing to even consider. And this person, who's otherwise sane and even tempered, didn't think it was too crazy to post. And this happens disturbingly often i find um and it's like a disturbingly large number of the people who i'm friends with on facebook agree with that stuff and they're not you know people i've become friends with after arguing on feminist subreddits or anything they're like people i know in real life um yeah so i I think that this is a it's look it's a broad it's a broad brush to be painting with people who think that it's okay to generalize all men um so I suppose a larger number of people are going to fit into that umbrella, but yeah, it does worry me.
0: Why, why keep these people on your Facebook?
1: Well, I'm, uh, I'm a masochistic person, <laughs> and I I, can tell. I, I, I feel like I have, I'm one of those with the courage to conti- continue fighting the good fight, so to speak, and so I keep them as my friends uh, so that I can continue trying to change their mind or try and change the people who are reading the comments mind. Um, yeah. Does it feel like a losing battle or does it feel like the, just sort of like a drop in the bucket? Uh, it does. It does. But I'm, I guess I'm encouraged. Maybe I shouldn't be encouraged by this, but I am encouraged by the people that do message me and, and, and say thank you for, for having the arguments. And I mean, most of the people in my life that I speak to are, um, are sort of normal people, and a bunch of them think that what I'm doing is wasting all my time, and I probably am, but it feels like I am working towards the discussion. I'm contributing. And um, I think part of the reason it's gone so far down this path is people don't. You know, I mean, someone will express an opinion. No one resists it, so they sort of pencil that down in their brain as, Oh, that was acceptable ish and then, you know, they push the boundaries keep a little going, bit. More, keep going, keep and going, keep going. And they keep getting crazier and crazier and all of a sudden they want to sterilise all men. Um So do do you think the author of that article legitimately wants to sterilise all men? I, I tr I read it multiple times trying to find the clue that it was sarcasm. But it was it was positioned right after a suggestion that we should castrate men. Um And then she was like, oh, well, you know, obviously that's a bit crazy. But in all seriousness, like, we could make this law where we force all men to get sterilized. I suppose in her defense, albeit a weak one, uh, she was under the incorrect impression that vasectomies were easy to reverse. So if it was a very easy operation to do and it was easy to reverse, I can see how she might think it was less harmful. But still, Mm. the idea that you should put everybody through, like, innocent people through punishment and it is a punishment um, because other people commit wrongs that you perceive to be bad enough to justify it mm. yeah
0: <sighs> yeah I feel like there's so many different avenues you could take this discussion down mm. and I think we're scratching the surface we might start wrapping up is there anything you want to suggest to anyone listening on any side of this topic?
1: Yeah, I, I, I said it earlier, but I'll say it again. Like, If you find yourself being called out for grouping all men together, for the love of God, take a look at what you're writing and just add the word some. It's all it takes. It's all it takes. If you don't mean all men, don't say it because it actually matters. So so what you're saying is is you want people to be accountable for the things they're saying. Yeah, and I want them to, to speak accurately. You know, If you don't mean all men, don't say men. Say some men. It's easy to do. It's more accurate, and you're not going to offend and upset people.
0: Because you um, you would agree some men.
1: It, well, it is. Yeah. I mean, it's indisputable. Some men do this. Um. And and you would agree that, it's it's a much higher proportion of men to women.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Again, it
1: obviously is. Exactly. Um. I yeah. mean, sexual assault is something that you could categorize as a male centric problem. No doubt, it's that 100%, high. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um but yeah. it but just because
0: even if there was no instances of women doing it it's still not all men yeah that's that's the thing it's still so not all men. so what would have to happen for you to accept the statement that all men are capable of rape what what like let's just like go the other side what would have to be a reality for you to go yeah you you're probably right there guys.
1: Or if they, were, if they were to say all men are capable of rape, I mean, I suppose I could almost agree with that now on a technicality, but it's, that's not a meaningful thing to say. It's like all people are capable of... Driving uh, their car off the road. Yeah. Technically, or, or, uh, you could turn the wheel. But... Or becoming a suicide bomber or inventing calculus. I mean, theoretically, everyone's capable of inventing calculus, but I mean, it's, in reality, it's not going to happen that way. mm um, yeah, I just, I just don't think it's a meaningful thing to say. Um, I suppose a better question would be uh, something like what what would it take for me to accept people saying men instead of some men? Yes. Um, I mean, from a, from a technical standpoint, it would have to be all. But, I mean, if it was 50% I would probably not think it was a flag worth holding to, to fight against people on. Um, You're saying because it, it is such a, such a small percentage of men, like so crazy small. It is, it is less than 1%. I looked this up the other day. It is less than 1%, and that isn't just the ones that are convicted. That's, that's of um, uh, an extrapolated figure I get from what's convicted versus the conviction rate. Mm-hmm. So it's probably a little bit more than that still, but it's still, even at a stretch, it's less than two. So it is, I mean, it's... And it's small. It's also, and it's sexual assault as well. And, so yeah, that and includes and it, and it, groping. If you just slap someone on this, the butt. This, this, is, this
0: is the thing. I've looked into the stats as well, and there's, there's some stats that claim um, one in four or one in five women have been sexually assaulted in their lives. Yeah. But then you look at what the definition of sexual assault is in those studies. Yeah. And some of them are like penetration. Yeah. Some of them are this. Some of them are that. But some of the ones that get the highest percentage of assaults, it's like if someone brushed past them and you know just like slapped the butt. Yeah. And obviously that's not right. You know, don't yeah. fucking touch people that don't want to be touched. Like it's terrible. However, there is a, l- a significant level of degree between a slap on the butt and rape. Like oh, it,
1: you can't put those two in the same category. They they it's do. It's, it's and this is this is no, but like yeah.
0: I see I see people arguing down this topic and they'll go, well, one in five people, one in five women have been sexually assaulted in their lives. And it's like, well, okay, that's terrible if that's the case, but let's look at what that actually means. Mm. I mean, when I was working, I worked at a fast food restaurant and there was a lady, a guy, two people did this to me, actually. A lady walked past and would, you know, touch my bum as she walked past, grope me. Yeah. And a guy did that as well. And I had the same response to both of them. Yeah. I basically um, went to the manager and said, hey, these, these people, you know, on separate occasions, these people are touching me and it's inappropriate. Yeah, I've had similar things. I think you'd be hard-pressed yeah. to find so, a 30-year-old so, that hasn't had <laughs> that. This is what I'm saying. So, so according to that study, I have been, in those instances, those two instances, mm-hmm. I've been sexually assaulted. And, okay, but let's, when we're telling what those stats mean, let's emphasize that what that means. Yeah. If the stat was, hey, you've been penetrated or forced to commit a sexual act... I'm, you know, certain the numbers would
1: significantly drop. Oh, wildly, yeah!
0: It's all just back to looking at those yeah. statistics. It's a great, a great
1: example of that, of that, that exact thing. Was a study I saw that Barack Obama himself quoted uh, when he was on his little uh, quest about uh, college, the college rape epidemic or alleged college rape epidemic, um, and this paper cited that one in three college age women had been, um, had been raped. Yep. Yeah. And I went and read that study, and by raped they mean. Had sex while drunk, and they yes, and they yes. didn't tell the people who were the participants in the study that that's what they were going to count it as. Exactly. I yeah. mean, of oh, everyone's had sex while drunk, just about. Of, of course. course.
0: So, so if you if you were to define every time you had sex whilst drunk as rape, that's just a terrible universe. Oh, it's, I mean, <laughs> it's
1: a lie. It's an abject lie. I yeah. mean, no one, and no one really thinks. But, but imagine if you are in this bubble. Yeah, and you are told that, and you are like, mm. "Yeah, makes sense." I I fully agree. Or imagine if you're the president, and you don't go and read the study yourself. Oh, I mean, that's that's why yeah. it worries me because people with real power are believing this stuff, and needs- or, or they might not believe it, but they're at least talking about it and telling people
0: who believe them.
1: Yeah. So exactly. either either yeah. way, it's- or doing things based on it because it's politically convenient.
0: Yeah, and that that's that's the that's and that, I suppose that's why you're saying you want to speak up and call people yeah. out and say, "Hey, this is why it actually matters," because. It might not matter if Joe or Joanne blow on Facebook thinks that all men or all, all, all men yeah. are or men are or women are thinking this about them, but it matters when the president of the United States or the prime minister of Australia or yeah. whatever you know the policymakers are actually doing things, because then it can have direct consequences. Because imagine if imagine if it became a thing that sex whilst drunk was constituted as rape, and the people got started. got got started getting prosecuted for rape based on being undrunk sex. And that's, that's
1: like a... Well, there were real people calling for, like people who are, you know, whose opinion actually matters, calling for laws to be changed that uh, uh, we need affirmative consent, which is um, if a person didn't say in words, yes, I agree to have sex with you, uh, you haven't obtained consent, and that is rape. So 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 there's there's no there's no room for
0: for flirtiness and play and yeah, just, just normal language, regular human communication. Yeah. You have to specifically say I am going to do this with you now do you consent? Essentially, and you, say, yeah. you say yes. Yeah. And then if I want to progress to the next level, like That's let's right. say I w- I want to have I want to kiss you now. Yeah. Do you consent? You say yes. Yeah. Then if I want to hold your body, I have to ask you consent for each act progressing along
1: all the way through. That's right. It's what a massive uh, buzzkill! Oh well, I mean, at the very least, yes, it's a massive buzzkill. But it also, it also makes a rapist of everybody who's ever had sex because no one has sex like that. Um, I'm, no, no, no. I will um clarify that. I have met someone who, oh really, who does go through that process. Wow.
0: and all power to them. So there are some that do go through that process, but in that. That's a very unique situation. If, if you can
1: maintain an erection under that
0: kind of conversation, this was a it. a um lesbian woman, okay, who who went through that process yeah. with her her partner. So erections were not okay. a um thing well, <laughs> that had to be maintained. She's lucky
1: then, I guess. Uh, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I I pity people who feel like they need to do that. I mean, what a dark world to live in where you think that uh that by all means, if you if you feel the need to
0: need for and ask for consent. Oh
1: yes. By all means. If you're unclear, ask, no doubt. But you don't need to ask to be clear. Oh, I think. It's a regular person with another regular person yeah. in a regular situation,
0: it's obvious. And yeah. and like like I put it this way, like if I'm obviously like you know, I talk about consent not just with this, but in any in any sort of thing, right? I was at a party and someone was like, oh, hey, tell me about your past, you know, because I'm open and I talk about it all the time, you know, and, you know, if you've read my first book, I vividly describe all the stuff that's happened to me. This person asked me to go in depth and talk about it. And I said, no, I'm not comfortable talking about that right now. Mm. This person thought it was an okay thing to bring up, fine to bring it up. You know, and I'm usually more than happy to, but in that instance, in that moment, I just wasn't feeling, I didn't, I didn't want to go down that path. I didn't want to feel the darkness. I didn't, I didn't feel like, you know, having a depressing conversation and, you know, let's talk about other stuff, right? We're at a party, whatever. She wanted to lead the conversation down that. I didn't give consent. I said, hey, not comfortable. Yeah. They were cool. We move on. Easy. Like regular people. Yeah. If this person had have started, you know, approaching me to kiss me and I wasn't into it, I would have equally said, no, thank you. Yeah. I am not interested. Or I would have said, sure, let's do it. Mm. Or I would have just responded in kind. Yeah. And I think that's something that needs to be, <laughs> needs to be acknowledged. You can oh, yeah. you have every right to say no to anything you like. Yeah. And on the other side of things, you should be, whatever you're doing with someone. Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah. I, I this is the same problem I have with social media people put stuff out there and there's no consent in the sense that you'll go on social media and you'll find people talking to you about stuff and if I post this and someone responds back I'm going to tag you again on it so you can have a, um, an argument but you don't have choice over that you know and like your, no, your choice you, has you to be to age, yeah. let it go.
1: That's right your choice is participation and you can choose not to. Uh, I find it very hard <laughs> to let go because I'm just that kind of person but uh, you know con- conversely I take full responsibility for engaging um, yeah
0: mm-hmm. I think we should call it there yeah. we'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll put an end to it and you know I just want to clarify just before the end of the topic just in case anyone's just at all confused by anything we've said I'm 100% against sexual assault rape victimisation racism all of that sort of stuff. The point of this podcast is to respond to people claiming that all men are rapists. And the extension of that is that all of whatever group are whatevers. You know, not all Muslims are terrorists, even if you see it, a Muslim committing an act of terrorist. Not all men
1: are rapists, even if you hear a story about men raping. Yeah, and I would do the same... The same sentiment, sadly, we need to. <laughs> yeah, sadly, so we need to. And and
0: what you're saying is, is that if you're going to talk about it, just add the qualifier of some. That's all it takes. Some men are like this because people are listening, people are watching, people are learning their own opinions, and it could potentially impact policy. And, you know, look at the stats, look at what's actually happening, look in your real life, compare it to what you're actually speaking online, and just... You know, step back from the, the 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 bubble that we're all in because no matter no matter where you find yourself, you're in you're in
1: some sort of trapped bubble. You yourself are. Everyone is in a bubble. Yeah, <laughs> everyone is in a bubble, and it's it's in control of you if you're not in control of it. Hundred <laughs> percent.
0: Depending on the pushback from this, because um, depending on who listens to this, and depending on if either of us a quote mind. <laughs> I feel like there may be a response to that is needed to to rejig and reanalyze. So we'll we'll give it a we'll give it a break. But if there is a need for a follow up to deconstruct, I'll um, print off the responses and <laughs> then we can respond to them in person if, wow. if, if any do come across. Maybe we get nothing. Maybe we get something. But by all means, comment. Let us know what you think. I'll pass Matt on. And if if there is the comments and want to come back on and have another go at this we can and we can yeah, directly can address the, the questions that you raise because if we're you know if, if I'm ignorant or we're ignorant of something here fill us in I want to know but I know myself I'm not a rapist I've yeah. actively fought against it and cut people from my life and that whole thing and you're the same and yeah. I know that's the case so yeah thanks for thanks for coming on and let's let's see the response that this gets i a bit that was nervous. A pleasure. <laughs> Thank you very
1: much. I appreciate Pleasure. it. Have a good one.
0: So thanks for listening. And like I said in the podcast, if you've got a follow-up or a question or a comment, please don't hesitate to connect with me. I'm on social media at Zach P. Phillips. And like I said, I'll have Matt back on and we can address some of the things that get raised by this podcast. I hope that we were fair in how we talked about it and I hope that it's clear how we feel about the topic, and if you're unclear, please, like I said, connect with me, and I'll address it in a future podcast. And finally, if you're enjoying what I'm doing here, please support this podcast by reviewing it and liking it wherever you're listening to it, or by purchasing one of my books, which can be found on my website at zachary-phillips.com, or through Patreon at patreon.com slash Zach P. Phillips. If you like what I'm doing, that's probably the best way you can support me, because You know, a small contribution on your end each month would make a massive difference on my end. I'm literally only asking people to contribute $1 per month because for you, hopefully, that won't make much of a difference in your, you know, day-to-day lives. But for me, if enough people get together and all put in that $1 per month, it'll make a massive difference on my end. It'll mean more podcasts, more videos, more blogs, and more interactions. It'll just give me more time to do more of this sort of stuff. So yeah, like I said, please consider supporting this podcast
1: if you're enjoying it. Thank you.